a new year is upon us. And as new years go, outgo trends and income trends in the home design world. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what is going by the wayside in 2022. Um, by the way, some of these have been going by the wayside for at least a year now, but it's still on the list. <laughs> and what is coming in? And the funny thing about this is that some of the things that are coming in are the things I have been talking to you about in the last six months. So stick around. You're going to want to hear what is going out in 2022 and what is coming in in home design. Also, there's probably more than what I'm going to mention today, but we're just going to stick to the ones that I noticed. But before we dive into today's show, I wanted to read a review that I got and I wanted to say thank you so much. If you've listened to my show for three times or more, you are one of my fan favorites, and I am so thankful for you. Would you do me a favor, and would you leave a review for me? Leaving a review allows other people just like you to find the show. They find the show, and hopefully they'll get value from it too. Chances are, if you're listening for more than three times, you like what you're hearing. So if you wouldn't mind, would you pop on over? Would you stop now? Pop on over to wherever you're listening to the show, and would you leave a review? Tell them why you like what it is you're hearing. And that way it gives me inspiration too as I prepare things for you. But today's review comes from Pack85. And she says, I'm loving this podcast. Danny presents her experience and expertise in very practical and easy to follow strategies that make designing your home feel possible, even when your budget and experience are limited. She's so encouraging. I definitely recommend listening. Oh, that just is music to my ears, and I am so thankful. You know, I've mentioned before that I don't always know who it is I'm talking to. I don't always know who's tuning in, where you are. Sometimes I can see where you are. We've reached countries that around the world that I um, even have a hard time pronouncing. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I do really hope that you're getting value from it. And um, to hear that you are means the world to me. Because sitting behind the mic can be a little bit lonely. Right now, I just have the dog next to me. And although he's quiet for the moment, he probably won't be <laughs> in a minute. So Pack 85 bless you. Thank you so much. You just lit up my day. And I just really, really appreciate it. So let's hop to it. Let's learn about some of the things that the trends that are coming in into 2022 and some of the things that are leaving as we said goodbye to 2021. All right, enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. 
trends. What do you think about that? When you think about the word trend, are you cringing? Are you picturing your crimped 1980s hair <laughs> held back in a banana clip? <laughs> your ratted bangs that are up like five inches high and the little bang on the bottom curled under? Okay, no, no, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one day I will be brave enough to show you my 1980s, early 90s picture. But until then, <laughs> we are actually not talking about fashion trends, though those come and go just as quickly as those ratted bangs. We are talking about home design trends and the trends that we see leaving 2021 are leaving. Some have been leaving for a while and they still have one foot inside of the door and one foot out. And some are headed out quickly, as quickly as they came in. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about what's coming in. And girls, I was shocked. Do you want to know why? Because some of the things that are coming in, I have been talking to you about for the last six months. Some of the things that I've been doing for years and they are now trend apparently. Now I do want to say I am just using one source and I know that I could go on any home decorating site, any home design site, any magazine, any blog, and I could find their version of what trends are coming in and what are coming out, but I'm just citing apartment therapy. I am putting a little bit of spin on my own opinion on what they say, but that is the original source. Okay, are you ready? We're going to talk about 10 things that are going out in 2022. The first thing is open concept homes. And I'm not surprised by this at all, actually. One of the things that we've learned in the last two years is that when you need to pivot and have your office at home, it's not really conducive to have your office in the middle of the dining room you don't get a whole lot of work done. You might want some walls around you, some private space. And in the last two years, we've seen a shift in creating homes that are a little bit more cozy, a little bit more comforting, a little bit more, I don't want to say closed in, but a little bit more, the, the feeling word that is associated with home now is a little bit more dramatic and substantial than it was before March 2020. It's a little bit, home is now revered as a more of a respite. It is a place that you are enjoying multiple, multiple activities. It is a place that is being reimagined and reinvented and had been in the last two years by the day, creating spaces where you didn't know spaces existed. And so open concepts are, in their opinion, going by the wayside. What do you think about that? I really love having an open concept. I really love having my kitchen open into my living room, although it is a little bit small. I do love being able to see what the boys are doing. I loved it when they were little. I loved being able to see what they were doing and see them playing and hear their giggles while I was preparing dinner or a snack. But I have to say, I can also appreciate the value of having a closed, not a completely closed, but like a little enclave, a little cozy nook. Those are so charming and so appealing to me. And the closest thing we have to a nook in our home right now is my office where I currently am. 
and our little library. But you know, our library is actually open to the front door, it's open to the hallway, it's open to the dining room. So it feels like a nook, but it really isn't. I do want to say that even though this is a predicted trend to go out in 2022, we're not going to see those ramifications for quite a while. Why? Because this is a build. This is a design decision. This is a, you bring up a wall, um, you hire a contractor, you put in a lot of work and drag your dad, who is a retired contractor, in to help you. This is that kind of thing. This is not generally a something that you can do in a weekend, right? You might start creating or thinking about ways that you can create little nooks in your home. You might start reimagining spaces that once were open and lively, and you might start, I don't want to say boxing them out, that's not the right word, but kind of separating them in such a way that makes it feel a little bit more separate. But honestly, this maybe once we see new builds, if we're looking at new construction, maybe we'll start seeing a little bit more closed concept, but Honestly, for the the average home dweller, open concepts, if you have one, are likely here to stay for a little bit. Okay, number two, the design trend, number two that we see going out in this new year are cheap replicas. So this is great news if you are a thrifter, if you love going to thrift stores, antiquing. This is great news if you have ever wanted to redo a piece of furniture, if you've wanted to reupholster a chair, because the cheap replicas, that's a trend that's going out. So what's a cheap replica? You can probably imagine some, right? You can probably imagine a couple knockoffs that you might see at your favorite box store, things that might look old, but they're not really old. The new trend that's coming in this year in response to that would be um, more sustainable furniture. Things that you are saving from junkyards, from thrift stores, things that you are giving new life to. And this is not only great news for you DIYers, but this is really wonderful to hear because this is really how Fig and Farm started. This is how we started. We started by finding the things that no one else thought were lovely anymore, finding the things that people thought were junk and needed to get rid of and breathing new life into them. And so I want to encourage you that if you have ever thought about taking that piece of furniture that you had your eye on at Aunt Mildred's that she said, you can have it when you're ready. You've ever walked by the thrift store saying, you know, I really want to try painting that. I really want to try someday. I think that'd be really pretty. You're really inspired by changing and transforming furniture to give it new life. If you've ever thought about it, now's the time. Now's the year. It's a new trend. We're bringing in, getting rid of replicas and bringing in the new stuff that used to be old, but giving it new life. So if you want to try, I have a paint class for you. Now is a great time, a great time to invest in that and learn something new. I promise you it'll be easier than you expect. And you can pop into our Facebook group to get support along the way. Once you are diving into that paint class, you can find that paint class at bit.ly forward slash painting furniture 101. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes at, at the end. All right, trend number three, the thing that's leaving. Now, this one has had one foot out the door for about two years now, maybe three, and one foot in the door. And I might have my own opinion about it, but that is shiplap. 
What do you think? Do you have shiplap? Were you on the farmhouse wagon? Did you shiplap every wall in your home? <laughs> I put shiplap on my boy's bathroom wall. It looks fantastic and I love it. I still love it. And I put shiplap on, we made a Murphy bed and I put that as the headboard and I love it. But here's what I think might still be sticking around. Now, shiplap would be considered a textured wall. And I think textured walls are still staying around. We're seeing more board and batten. We're seeing more geometric. By the way, geometric wasn't mentioned on the li this list, but I do think they're going out faster than shiplap, honestly. But board and batten, that is a classic craftsman style design. And that, my dears, is sticking around. So if you want wall texture and you're afraid to do shiplap, what about board and batten? Try that. You will be happy if you did. Okay, but shiplap, here's what I think. I do think the farmhouse trend is going by the wayside. I do think the days of everything labeled cookies, pan, coffee, you know, the you know that trend, right? The where there's every little bit of kitchen accessory is labeled. I do think that's leaving. I don't necessarily think it's leaving completely but I do think it's morphing. So for example, we saw the Joanna Gaines farmhouse. Now we're seeing the, the Shea Nagy farmhouse. And yes, I do think that is kind of farmhousey. The natural wood tones, the bronze um, fixtures, that kind of thing. It is open and airy, but it's, it's not so shabby chic farmhouse like maybe Joanna Gaines had, but it is a little bit more modern. So I think it's still around. And if you have shiplap and you're worried that it doesn't quite work, what about painting it, painting it a different color, adding a little bit of modern touch to it with paint? That's an idea. All right, number four, something going out in 2022 are all white kitchens. This is bad news for me because I do have an all white kitchen minus the black countertops. Those we needed to keep, but I do have an all white kitchen. I did paint those years ago because I did not like the brown, the brown we have no windows in our kitchen, which is a big want-want. And when you don't have any windows in your kitchen and there's no natural light coming in directly there, it makes it really dark. Add those wood tone cupboards to black countertops to browned tile. And there you have it, really dark dungeony kitchen. So I painted mine white and I am thrilled, thrilled, thrilled that I did. Am I gonna go out and paint my cupboards this year? No, I'm not actually. I still very much love my white and I'm kind of bound by my black countertops. That wouldn't necessarily be my first choice. And if I could change my countertops, yes, I probably would change the bottom of my cupboards, but I can't and I'm not going to, and I'm not gonna worry about it. But what I can do if I wanted to follow this trend is I can paint the backside of the bar. That is not white and it can be a color. So maybe I'll play around with that. But if you have a white kitchen, do you need to go out and paint it? No, you don't need to. Can you bring in art? Can you bring in other things to bring color and bring new life into it? Yeah, absolutely. By all means, do. All right, trend number five, things that are leaving. This is another bummer for me. <laughs> but this is one that I have been telling you about since we started the podcast, I said, I think this is coming. And sure enough, it made the list. And that is all gray interiors. Now, if you look closely enough at my home, you might have a hard time seeing if it's gray or seeing if it's white, but I don't think it really matters. I think the light, light, light tone um, is kind of going by the wayside. 
I think just like people are craving opposite of open concept homes, I think they're craving a little bit more warm, cozy environment. And gray and light white, those don't really conjure up the feelings of warm and cozy. They just don't. But the good news is if you have all gray interiors, just like I do, there are ways you can bring in the cozy factor. There are ways that you can change out little things here and there instead of having to repaint your entire walls. Now, one thing I heard last year, and I haven't quite seen it yet, but I do think it is on the horizon, and I have mentioned it before, is that I think we might be seeing a re-emergence of taupes, of browns, of light browns. Now, before you gasp and before you say, oh, my 1990s, or my not 1990s, my 2000 home is perfect, here we go, we're coming back in, I don't think it is the latte cappuccino mocha brown of the early 2000s. I think it is going to be more grayish and mushroom. I think it's going to have a hint of gray, but a little bit more taupe to it. That's what I think is coming, and I think that we're going to be seeing some of that a little bit more, a little bit more warmth than the grays. Okay, trend number six, and this kind of goes with trend number one, the open concept home, but the thing that we're seeing going out are the small home offices. So those little closets that have been turned into offices, I imagine some of them are still going to stay. I imagine some of them are still going to be very, very useful because remember that nook thing we were talking about, creating that nook, that cozy corner, that cozy space, that's a good thing. And sometimes it happens in a closet. But I think because the trend of working from home that started with the pandemic and is still going strong, I think is going to mean that those teeny tiny little closet offices can be transformed into something else. Maybe instead of an office, it is a reading nook. Maybe it's something that a built-in bench is put in and some cozy seating and some cozy lighting. And now you have a cozy little nook where you can pull up a book and read during the middle of your work day <laughs> because you're working from home now. Now, I do, I'm curious about this. I'm going to just go on a little um, tangent here. I work from home naturally, so that's just what I do. I was here anyway. But I have several friends who have corporate jobs and they have not gone back into their offices. They might have it available to them, but they're not required to. They don't have to go back yet. In fact, they're seeing that productivity is happening really nicely while they're at home. So I want to know, do you have a job where you have gone back into the office or are you permanently working from home? I'm just curious. So shoot me a line. Tell me. I'm curious. Let me know. All right, number seven. Oh, some of you are going to be so sad to hear this. And I think this is a projected trend that's going out, but I think it's still going to be one of those ones that we're not going to see for a while. Kind of like the gray. I think the gray we've heard for a couple years that it's going out. It's still on the list, but it's still kind of making its way out. This is one of them. Are you ready? I think you're going to be sad, some of you. Some of you are going to be super thrilled. But the boho style. Okay, raise your hand if you fully enveloped the boho home style. You know, the pompous grass, the naturally wovens, the colorful layers and textures, the pom-poms, the whole, the whole nine yards, the macrame. Okay, if you have invested in hundreds of dollars of macrame, I don't think you need to throw it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it probably will start tending to um, not be as relevant. 
but I think we have a couple years yet. I do think we will be seeing a little bit more refined design because that goes along with creating this really warm, cozy environment. Warm and cozy doesn't necessarily translate to boho. Boho translates a little bit more with open and airy. can be a little bit playful depending on if what your color palette is, but I think the refine the refinement that kind of goes along with the desire to ditch the replicas i think all of those are going to be coming going hand in hand so this might be a time an opportunity for you if grandma has said you know what i have this credenza at home that i have been wanting to have go to someone's home now might be the time to take it. Now might be the time to take that risk and to bring it into your home and infuse new life into it. Not necessarily painting because if you know my number one rule with painting furniture that is vintage or antique, that is if it looks like grandma has buffed it, waxed it, polished it every Saturday for the last 50 years, you do not touch that. (laughs) Do not, do not. Make sure that if it is in that um, pristine condition, that you keep it that way. You can mix old and new beautifully and it can be so pretty. It can be so luxurious and so refined and it can look just as lovely with your modern furnishings as something brand new. In fact, it'll add a storied look to it and it will be nuanced and detailed and luxurious. So if you have not listened to my episodes of mixing old and new, I do want you to go back and listen to that or re-listen to it. Now is the time. Those are episodes number 17 and 18. The eighth thing that I'm noticing that is going out as 2022 is coming in is not a surprise to me in the least. In fact, it's something that I'm a little bit shocked that stayed around as long as it did. And this is mosaic tiles. They are gorgeous. They are lovely. And they make a statement, a dramatic statement. But when I saw them come in, I knew they were going to have a fleeting moment. And it didn't last nearly as long as something like shiplap. And here is why. When you have a pattern design like a mosaic tile, it draws so much attention. It commands so much attention to it. And it's hard to make something like that become subtle, become neutral. But when you have something like shiplap, even if it is a style that is on the way out, it is still very neutral. It is not competing for attention necessarily in the same way as a mosaic tile. So it acts like a subtle compliment, but a mosaic tile acts like a uh, not so subtle compliment. Now, if you have it, do you need to, to tear up your flooring? No, absolutely not. Don't do that. But can you or could you look around your room and see if there's any ways that you can make the room around you feel a little bit more subtle? I don't know. Is there something in the room that is competing for attention with a mosaic tile? Could you really just let that tile stand out in a way that will let it shine and let it live out its little life in the space that you have it? and live it out well until it's time to replace it because of damage or function or what have you. But if you just put one in, don't be disheartened. I think it will be lovely just the same. Okay, 
Trend number nine, the thing that is going out. Again, this is not a decorating thing. This is a design thing. So something that you might not even notice and something that you don't have to change. It's just something that might be if you are building a new home, if you're finding new homes, you might not see them as often. And that is a waterfall uh, kitchen island. And those are lovely as well, but those can feel a little cold or a little stark, a little more modern. And so if we're going for a look in 2022 that is a little bit more cozy, a little bit more charming, a little bit more enclosed, the modern uh, waterfall kitchen counter might not quite meet that same standard. It might not look the same uh, or have the same feel as the cozy. Number 10. This one, I don't know if I agree with, and I don't really know what they meant by it, but they are, they're suggesting that harsh metals are on their way out. Now, I am imagining that harsh metals are the brasses and the oil-rubbed bronze, the matte black. That is what I'm imagining they're suggesting with the harsh metals. And I actually completely disagree with them. And here's why. They're suggesting that they're going to be replaced by softer, more subtle metals. Things like blush, champagne, rust, um, steely blues. And you know what? I don't buy it. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe. But here's the thing. I think those might come in. I think we might be seeing some with um, some kitchen, some bathrooms with those fixtures with those metals in place but I don't think they're going to last long I think they're going to last just as long as the colored subway tiles are you scratching your head and you're wondering what do you mean colored subway tiles yep exactly (laughs) they came they went they were here and they are no longer and I think they're kind of in that same category I could be wrong I could be completely wrong on all of this I don't know we'll see 2023, we will find out if how close I was. We'll find out. Okay, but they did add some other things that were coming in in 2022. Some of these things are on my list. They've been on my list for a very long time. They're on my list for every client I work with. So I'm super excited to know that maybe I was a trendsetter. Could that be it? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, but are you ready? One of the trends that they're expecting to come in are the outdoors, bringing the outdoors in, bringing lots of greenery inside. Okay, all right, mic drop, here we go. This is one of my five top things I tell every single client, staging or home decorating client. This is what I say, lots of greens. Greens are a neutral, they go with anything. Greens plants, of course, right? Make sure you have plants. You don't really, can't really take care of plants, okay, that actually should not be a roadblock. I know some of you are thinking, yeah, but Danny, I kill every single plant I own. Okay, would you like to know a secret? Here's the secret. If you have an Ikea next to you, anywhere nearby, you go to Ikea, go to their plant section and buy one of their plants, their live plants. Do you want to know why? Next time you're there, I want you to look around and I want you to look at the lighting in that plant section. Okay, if those plants can survive in that section, inside of Ikea warehouse, they can survive in your home. I promise you, I promise, I promise, I promise. If you have no luck with plants, go buy yourself an Ikea plant. But here are 10 more. Are you ready? In fact, I'm not even going to tell you what they are. I want you to go to my um, blog post I wrote, I don't know, maybe at the beginning of the pandemic a while ago. These are 10 plants that are harder to kill than keep alive. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yes, it is true. I will put the link to that blog post in the show notes so you can go and you can, you can read that and then you can be your very own plant mama. <laughs> I know you can do it. Okay, the second thing that they are suggesting is a new trend in this year is something that I've seen for a while, something I've also been saying to try, are sustainable materials. They're suggesting maybe jute, like jute rugs, bamboo, like bamboo shades, things like that. But I'm also suggesting that sustainable materials are thrifted goods. They are repurposed furniture items. They are furniture pieces that you think, um, or not you think, someone has thought they are done with their story, they are done with their life, but you find it and you say, no sister, we are not done today. We are bringing new life, breathing new life into this, and we are making it our own. And that to me is sustainable because we're keeping it out of the landfill. We're keeping it out of the dumpster. We're keeping it in the hands of good people who want to make a statement in their homes. So that it's sustainable. Okay, number three, another trend that's happening in 2022 is something that I just talked about the other day, actually. Something that I talked about at the beginning of the show and something that I don't think most decorators talk about. I know, I know I'm a broken record and that is stuff. Yes, I trip over it all the time. I am constantly, guys, you are not alone and it's not me saying, get rid of your stuff. Let's go live in a tiny home compound. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is I think we have too much. I think we live in a consumeristic society. Honestly, I do. And yes, I am prone to that too. And I think stuff bogs us down. And so one of the trends for this year is less is more. And I don't know about you, but I crave breathing room. I crave the idea of not having to, I mean, of course we're going to have the chores, right? We're going to have the laundry. We're going to have the kitchen, um, cleaning the kitchen counters after dinner. We're going to have the tidying up and putting the pillows on the couch after a long day or, you know, one, two or three boys jumping over the couch and having them splash onto the floor. <laughs> yes, that happens at my home all the time. That's going to happen. Those things are going to happen. And that again is not what I mean when we talk about too much stuff. We're talking about having an excess and abundance, having so much that there's not a space for it. And then it flows into open spaces. It flows into areas where um, you really could be using that area for something that is more enjoyable, like eating dinner, something that is more practical, like sewing or crafting or the couch in your playroom. Um, it, it, it can spill over into way into areas that just make it so that life is a little bit harder than it needs to be. It's one more chore. It's one more chore to pick up that stuff, to put it away, and to know that there's no space for it anyway, and so it's going to fall out and create spillage somewhere else. That's what we're talking about. All right, I'm off my soapbox with that one. Trend number five, something that is happening new in the new year. I miscounted trend number four, our healthy homes. You know, in the last couple of years, health has been on our minds a lot. And it has been something that we're, we're inundated by the news daily of people who are not healthy and ways to protect ourselves so that we can remain healthy. Of course, the beginning of the new year always inspires health in terms of fitness, but I think it could also mean 
health in terms of our mental space, our heart space. And what does that look like? I imagine that's going to look different for everyone. I imagine not everyone is going to have a goal on their sheet of putting in a gym. But I do wonder if maybe someone might have a goal of creating that cozy corner so they can have a quiet space for themselves, so that they can have a space where they can recharge. Is that health? Would that be a healthy home? Sure, absolutely. Would it be something like taking out the candles and replacing it with diffusers? Something that's a little bit better for air quality? Sure, perhaps. Would it be something like putting in air filters. I don't know, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that healthy home looks like for you, whatever it looks like for the people who projected and made this list, I don't know. But I do think that they are onto something because if we've learned anything in the last couple of years, it is the idea of it's important to stay healthy. It's important to stay healthy in our bodies, but stay healthy in our minds and definitely our hearts. All right, you guys. So those are the things that are going out as 2022 comes in and the things that are coming in with the new year. So I'm curious, what do you think about that? What do you think? Did they hit that nail on the head? Do you think there are anything else? There's anything else that should be added to the list? Let me know. I'm curious. And next week, because we are on this trajectory, because one of the trends for this new year is ditching the replicas and going for going for the quality, going for the repurposing. This is great news for DIYers and thrifters. And so next week we're going to do a mini series for how to thrift, how to score the big score, what to look for, um, and how to know things that you should say yes to and things that you should say no to as you are Um, going and making sustainable choices (laughs) by going thrifting. All right, until next time, I hope you are all well and stay healthy. Happy New Year. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.